It was a little bit. Of, it was a little bit different. It was not a little bit different. It was a lot different because it was Trump. But like this notion that the Democrats love us more than anybody else, <laughs> it's not necessarily true. Mm-mm. It's of not necessarily not. true. Don't nobody love black people. Hello. Not Republicans. Not Democrats. Not independents. Hello. Not the Green Party. No one. Not the New Republic, whatever, whatever goes Republicans. Not Some the of Green those Party, not the Block Party, not the none Body Party. <laughs> none of that. None of them. None of them care about Black people. Let's just get that squared away. Happy Friday, happy Friday, happy Friday to all my culture holics. Welcome to the Conversations for the Culture podcast. I'm your host, Michael Butler, and I'm here with Portia. Dun, dun, Portia. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> What's I never up? I knew Portia? I could be a Ray Charles song. You Portia. know. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I just got my hair did. Come on. I hear you I know. see you. You all can't see her, but she's laid and slayed, y'all. You lying, y'all. I put my hair up in the bun because y'all can't see me. <laughs> she got her uh <laughs> I got I gotta keep I gotta keep the uh the wrap fresh or the, the blowout fresh. I gotta keep it fresh. I feel it because my hair don't hold a curl, so they gotta stay in the bun. The curls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like singing today. I don't know why. It's nice outside. I think it's because, you know, I've been stuck in the house. We talked about it uh, last week a little bit. Um, but, Board you know, outside is open. Yeah, well, you know, outside is open now. So I've been outside, yo. I've been outside going to brunch. I went to brunch over the weekend. <sighs> I miss brunch so much. Listen. A little vitamin D can do a lot, a lot of things. What's going on here? Okay, here we go. Listen, okay. Thanks. <laughs> so here, I, I got a lot to say today, and we're gonna run the news down today. Okay, there's a lot that has happened. One of those things that happened is Auntie Lori. She went ahead and she opened outside back up for those who weren't vaccinated. So you know, that was the thing. You know, they're gonna get one thing. Chicago gonna do. They're gonna get their money. <laughs> So Ain't she nothing sure stop them from getting their money. Listen, ever. every time if you notice they open outside back up every single time the weather is going to change for the better. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, y'all can come back outside now cuz they're going to get our money." But I'm not going to even go ahead and pass no um, you know, conspiracies or anything. Well, that's what y'all going to call it. People going to sp- call it conspiracies, but that's not what it is. You feel me? Anyways, what did you do this weekend before we get into the nitty-gritty? Oh, my weekend wasn't as entertaining as um, this past or the weekend beforehand when I was in Puerto Rico. Um, All I did was work. So I had to catch up on a lot of work. Um, What I did do was start going through some of the Puerto Rico footage that I did for the vlog. And the part one, I will say part one of the vlog is up right now on my YouTube channel. So Portia Harris. Yeah. YouTube.com backslash Portia Harris. Go check it out. If you want to 
you know, watch it. I will say this. I am going to give a disclaimer. Part two is going to be way better than part one. I'm going to just let you know. I'm going to let, I'm going to let y'all know that right now. But still go watch it for context. You need to watch the whole thing for context. But part two okay. is going to be fire. Okay, it's like you just like almost told him, okay, don't look at, don't go watch it because it's not, because <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> like, what's that? But you need to watch, you need to watch part one for for context. Mm. You're not gonna understand part two if you don't watch part one. It's okay. like watching Marvel. You gonna mm. understand it a little bit, but you're not gonna understand it all the way if you don't watch all of it. So. I feel that I'm just gonna need you to work on that cell and that pitch a little bit because that right there, that, that right there, that right there wasn't it. But a little bit too much honesty. It's all right. Too it's much honesty. Good. Yeah, too much. Uh, what they say? Too much transparency. Too much transparency. <laughs> but no, what I do want to go ahead and shout out um, Kyrie Irving. Anybody who knows me knows I don't care for Kyrie because one. You know, I just don't care how he moves, and I don't like. Obviously, I don't like how he did my boy, the goat, goat James, goat James. Right? I don't care for Kyrie, and then I don't care for some of his whatever. But I do respect the man for standing true on his, um, you know, his vaccination status, not wanting to get vaxxed. I could respect him for that. He didn't let you know. He stood ten toes down and all of that. But one thing that I want to highlight about Kyrie is this: he has made history. Did you know that? Kyrie Irving made history. I heard. I heard. He is hired. And this is awesome because we could do this in International Women's Month, right? Because it's Women's Hello. History Month. Um, and this past week was International Women's Day. Um, so Kyrie Irving made history as he has hired the first black woman agent in the NBA. Um, he hired, I hope I'm saying her name correctly. You know how we be sometimes <laughs> with our names, but um, her name is Shatelia, Shatelia Riley. Um, he's her, he, she is his new agent. Um, and he is the only active NBA player who has a black woman agent. How does that make you feel? That makes me feel fantastic. Um, because it's about time. It's about time that we have black women in these spaces because it is important and it's needed. And we're not just there to look cute on the sidelines or we're not just there to be your stylist or your makeup artist or your hair braider or something like that. No, we can get in the trenches. We can make deals. We can make sure that you are being the most successful person, the most successful athlete that you possibly can be. And I'm here for it. I love it. I can't wait to see what she what she does. We love to see it. We love to see it. We so love listen, to see it. Kyrie did something good for a change. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie did something good for a change, okay? Shout out Mr. Earth is Flat. Shout out to him. Mm. You are now entering the Kyrie zone. <laughs> Every time he talks, that's what I think. Oh my Anyways, this isn't going to be me dragging Kyrie. But uh, speaking of sports, right? We're talking about sports. Um, we're talking about sports news. <sighs> Did you see the breaking news that happened this week? Listen. I just want to know how come Sierra didn't say nothing. But you know, she was just she was just sitting there. Mind, she was minding her business, so I gotta respect her. I gotta respect her. But well, I Russell wanted to leave though. Russell's been wanting to leave. 
Yes, Russell's been one. So if you don't remember, I'm sorry. You can go ahead. I I I can't speak over a black woman during Women's History Month. I can't. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) That just made me think. That just made me think of something. You're canceling my voice. Anyway, um, (laughs) no, I just feel like they're pretty like. Russell Wilson and um, the Seahawks, they're pretty, like, you know, they go hand in hand. They're interchangeable. But, you know, hey, it's time for a change. Russell need that ring. He wasn't getting it with the Seahawks. So. Well, yeah, it's a t- it's time for a change. Um, a change. I'm not surprised. Like I said, there was rumors that he was trying to – there was rumors that he was trying to get out of the contract before – but he always played it up as, oh, I wouldn't be here. But we hear people say that all the time, right? Um, Russell, because Russell has an MS to maintain. He's like the nice, squeaky, G-golly, G-golly, G guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, G-golly, G-wiz. Um, so, <laughs> so I feel like, I'm not saying it's an act, but I'm saying that, you know, if you're seen as somebody who is trying to force their way out of something, um, you, people look down on you. Look at... You know, Odell Beckham, who's a champion, by the way. <laughs> Look at your James Harden. Look at your Anthony um, Unbreakable, Mr. Glass Davis. Look at all these people, right? Even the Earth the Flat Kyrie. Um, when they try to force their way out of situations, we demonize them, right? Um, so Russell, I feel like he definitely wanted to leave. But he also didn't want the people to turn on him because his brand, Russell has a brand similar to um, Steph Curry. You know, good boy, squeaky image, wholesome, you know. So I think he wanted to maintain that. But for anybody who doesn't know, Russell Wilson is now a Denver Bronco. He's a Denver Bronco. I can't go deep into that. I don't know much about the Broncos because – I am someone who divested from the NFL <laughs> after Colin Kaepernick. Literally, the only time I watch is the Super Bowl. And that's probably hypocritical in itself um, and problematic in itself. But, yeah, I don't watch football outside of the Super Bowl. I'm just not much of a football girl. I'm I'm very much versed in basketball and the NBA. But football, I, I know what's happening. I, I know what's happening for the most part, but when you start getting technical, eh, nope, don't know it. Mm-hmm. I tell you. There's a flag. Why is there a flag? I don't know. Unnecessary roughness? Taunting? What is it? Oh, he went out of bounds. Okay, cool. Great. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but um, He went out of bounds. Great. <laughs> uh, but my, my view on it is, like you said, um, Russell didn't do anything crazy to get out of his contract. And what, what makes me, what I start to think about is that when people start doing all these crazy things, trying to get out of their contract, like, uh, you know, going to strip clubs and getting fat, showing up to, uh, yeah. can't fat like James Harden, like James yeah. Harden or like not, not coming to practice or sitting uh-huh. out of sitting out of practice or sitting out of games like Ben Simmons. Like, you don't it, – it's a uh, lot. Uh, not too much on Ben because he says he had a mental – he had mental health issues. 
<laughs> if you all can see Portia's face right I'm gonna now. Leave, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to okay. leave that alone because that's a slippery slope, so I ain't even going to touch it. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, uh, I applaud, I applaud Russell for how mm -hmm. he went about it because truthfully, truthfully, does it really, when you do all those antics, even, even, I will even slander my, my baby, my boo, my husband, Jimmy Butler really quick. When he mm -hmm. wanted to get or when he wanted to get um, traded from the Timberwolves, when he had that whole meltdown at practice yeah. and just went crazy, does, does that really get anything done faster? I don't think mm -hmm. it does. I, I don't. I don't think that it does. So anyone that's coming down on Russell saying, "Oh, he should have been more aggressive. He should have acted a fool." Like, okay, and then risking dropped and not picked up, like Antonio Brown. But we're not gonna go there. It's okay. Mm. So much, much respect to Russell. Congratulations. Shout out to Russell Wilson. We love to see it. We love to see it. Yo, we're gonna. You know when you just be talking and then you stumble over your words and then you just gotta recenter. That's just. That's just what happened. That's just what happened. <laughs> I sounded like one of these mumble rappers real quickly. But check it out. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick pause for the calls, and we will be back with more Conversations for the Culture. What's good? What's good, everybody? I am Micah Butler, the owner of Kings Arise Clothing. Yo, we are back and we are back in a major way. Check it out. We provide clothes that speak. All of our pieces speak to the black experience. It is my job to uplift and empower the black community by providing clothes that speak. So check it out. I want you to go to the website right now. It's Black History Month, so there's no better time for you to go ahead and support a black-owned business. But not just a black-owned business, but a black-owned business that gives back to the community. Yes, we give back to the community, whether it's feeding programs, whether it's back-to-school events, whether it's just us pouring into the lives of our community here in Chicago, Illinois, we are committed to doing that. So check it out. Stop what you're doing. Go to www.kingsarise.com. That's www.kingsarise.com and tap into what we're doing. Thank you. And we are going back to the show. Back to conversations for the culture. You just heard all about Kings Rise clothing. Make sure that you go ahead and you get your gear, okay? Get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself some swag, all right? We got some really dope stuff coming up. Um, but in the meantime, make sure that you get what's up there right now before we start dropping these capsules. We're going to start dropping capsules for Kings Rise. So it's kind of be, you know how like, you know, Ivy Park, they be doing just you know, limited edition drops. That's what we're moving to starting Juneteenth. Starting on Juneteenth, that's when we're moving to. But in the meantime, go get what you can while it's still up there. All right. Let's talk about your boy, Christopher Maurice. Breezy. Chris Brown. Breezy. As we know, Chris Brown is, um, just like Trey Songs. Chris Brown is in the middle of a lot of different allegations. Some allegations is for abuse. <sighs> 
some allegations are even for sexual harassment and sexual assault. So as we have this conversation, y'all, we're going to be very, uh, what's the word, um, responsible with the platform, right? Portia, you want to talk, go into it uh, a little bit about what he posted? I guess he pulled up some receipts about one of his accusers. Yes, yes. So uh, I guess your boy, your boy Breezy said enough is enough. Mm -hmm. Enough is enough. You're not about to put me in jail away from my children. So um, he posted on his story yesterday. Uh, I don't know if this was one of his bodyguards or somebody that was with him. Somebody was in his crew. I don't know. But uh, they pulled up a voice note of the accuser. And she was just saying, you know, I just wish you return my calls. I miss you. And, you know, you should just really call me. You should, you know, just reach out. I just want to talk to you. I miss you. And I miss hanging out with you. Then he proceeds. After that, the next story, he proceeds to um, show text messages. Now, he was very respectful. He blocked out her name. He blocked out the number. Um, now, this could get a little tricky because you don't know what else he blocked out. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, from there, uh, the text messages show that although they did have relations, it's very obvious that he was sleeping with this girl. Um, there was It was consensual. It was very much consensual. And um, that, you know, she 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 started getting a little bit attached. Mm -hmm. And are we are we going to get a little bit more serious or are we just going to hang out? And then essentially, you know. He ghosted her and mm. it went from there. It okay. went from there. So there's a lot, right? There's a lot to be a said. Lot. I want to be very responsible as we navigate through this because I don't want anybody to clip. <laughs> you know how people do? They clip a person of the conversation and then all of a sudden I get on the internet is Micah uh, is supportive of sexual assault and rape and all of this stuff, right? Portion so supports misogyny. Or is misogynoir. Uh, mis I don't know. That's one of them clubhouse things. I Listen, clubhouse, I'll be... Hey man, they be you some of every you you some of everything. Once you get on a Clubhouse, you're some of every obic and ist that there's <laughs> that's out there. I didn't think there was that many obic and listen is me neither. But hey, hey man, so check this out, right? <laughs> check this out. Oh my god, I'm gonna get canceled. Um, this is hard to navigate because obviously Chris has a checkered pass. Like we'd be we'd be emotionally dishonest if we said that he didn't have <laughs> a checkered past. If we didn't say that he has been an abuser in the past. But at the same time, certain things do make me just raise my eyebrow. Right? So maybe because there are people who are bitter, there are people who are scorned. And then they'll do whatever it takes for them to go ahead and, um, quote unquote, expose somebody from something um, after they feel like they were done dirty, if they were done wrong. 
Um, don't take this offensively, but women can be very emotional beings. Hell, men can be emotional beings too, if we if we're being honest. Especially if you get attached. Huh? Humans have emotions. Yes. If I mean look at Kanye, how Kanye's been moving the past ever since Kim said I'm done, right? Been it's just that's emotional. So there is a world, you know, there is an alternate universe in the Christopher Brown verse that <laughs> maybe, just maybe, he didn't do what this young lady said, right? There's a alternate universe where she is just trying to get revenge. However, I do want to go ahead and introduce this into the conversation. There, just because you sleep with someone once, twice, Three times a lady. <laughs> what is just because you sleep with somebody? Y'all could be, listen, y'all could be bumping uglies every single day for like three months, right? But if you're not feeling it just one time and you say no just one time, then guess what? That's right. And then they per the person takes it. That's right. That's sexual assault. Because as we know, you can rape your wife. You can rape your husband. People don't want to talk about that. Yeah. So him sharing those messages don't necessarily prove his innocent. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because it also, like I said before, he yes, he dropped the text messages. Um, but, you know, we don't know if he left anything out. We don't know mm -hmm. if he deleted something. Um, and this Photoshop. is me. anyone that knows me knows that I am a Chris Brown stan. I love this man. Um, not proud, definitely not proud of the things that he has done in the past. Um, definitely not proud of that, but I, you know, I, I love me some Chris Breezy. Um, but that doesn't that doesn't make him innocent. That doesn't excuse his behaviors with women. Um, but it it's also very dang man. It's also very convenient. Mm -hmm. And um, you know in a woman's mind, you're just like, okay, well, you're going to play this game with me. I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to ruin your career because, because you have this track record, because it would be so easy, because everyone would believe me because of what you have done. Mm. So it, that's kind of how I'm seeing it. But at the same time, like you said, it only takes one time. Who knows if they met up after she didn't said all those things. Yep. And that's when it took place. But apparently the timestamps mm -hmm. are showing that she's been hating him up for months, mm -hmm. weeks, days, asking him for drugs. Mm. Um, that's another. I'm going to need Chris to leave the drugs alone. I need, I need him to leave the drugs alone. Uh, I also need him to wear condoms. Mm -hmm. I need him to wear condoms um, because it's it's very it's very obvious. Also in the text messages, like I mean, I 
Man, listen, you, let's just say it like you, this. You won't say it, but I, I'm going to say it. All right, Chris? You can't be out here raw dogging everybody. It, it was very obvious. <laughs> okay. It's not through, through the verbiage. It was very obvious that they were not using protection. Um, he told her, you know, hey, I didn't, I didn't, um, Mm-hmm. You don't have to that that didn't happen, right? This is not a censorship. We but, have an explicit sticker on this show already, so you're good. Uh he was like, Hey, I, I didn't I didn't bust in you, but right. um you should probably just go ahead, go ahead and take that plan B. But just go go ahead and take that plan B. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you could still you could still very much take a plan B if you are um practicing safe sex sex and using protection but curse you gotta be careful dog you just you just gotta be more careful um you you've been in this game entirely too long entirely too too long you should already know how it goes um you have two children you have two children and you need you would think that you would be moving a little bit more carefully now. Um, so it, it's real, it's real muddy waters here. It's real, it's real muddy. Um, so I, I wish and hope and pray the best for him. Um, Listen, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Which is something that we're going to continue to uh, kind of monitor and everything. But yeah, Chris, do better, bro. Do better. Um, just do better. Speaking of do better. <laughs> all right. I love that transition, right? I need our Caucasian neighbors uh -oh. to do better. Now, we'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, a lot of times I have a lot of critique for our Caucasian neighbors. And when I read this certain story, I thought it was them. But then I found out it was Tasha from Insecure at the bank. Why am I not why am I not surprised? So I don't know if y'all heard, but Ryan Coogler. We love Ryan Coogler. Black Panther, yeah, we love, we love Ryan. Fruitville Station. Like Ryan Coogler is that dude, right? We love Ryan Coogler. Shout out to Oakland. Um, he was temporarily detained back in January. I don't know if you heard about this. I did not. <laughs> so back in January, Ryan Coogler, Coogler had an encounter with authorities as he tried to make a uh, withdrawal from his account at Bank of America located in Atlanta. Okay. So yeah, that's why uh, I don't be messing with BOA, but continue. Listen. So TMZ went ahead and they reported this, okay? So the incident occurred after Ryan tried to take out a large amount of money from his account. It was noted that he walked into the bank with his face mask and sunglasses. Why? Because we're in the middle of a pandemic. So any press. It's just just stick with me. I mean, you know that just stick with me. Um, and on the back of the withdrawal slip that was handed to the bank teller, he allegedly said, I would like to withdraw 12,000 cash from my checking account. This is Ryan Coogler. He has lots of money. When I go in the bank, I feel special if I'm uh, if I'm going ahead and um, <laughs> withdrawing five hundred dollars, right? I'll be like, hey, I like to, I like to withdraw five hundred dollars. 
They'd you be like, you drawing five hundred dollars? They'd be like, how much? I'd be like, five hundred dollars, because I'm not trying to get robbed. And sometimes the bank I go to is uh, on the east side of Chicago, seventy first and Jeffrey. That chase up there. Ooh. So <laughs> exactly, it's a, and that's just five hundred dollars. So he said that, right? Um, please do the money count somewhere else. I'd like to be discreet. Before I go on to the rest of the story, as a bank teller, do you find that suspicious? What's up, Culture Holics? It's your girl, Portia, and we're going to get right back into some news for you. But while I have you here, I need you to leave a comment and a rate on any of the listening platforms that you're listening on because that helps us in the algorithm. And when you help us in the algorithm, that makes us even more popping than we already are. I mean, we don't need help, but okay, maybe we do need a little bit of help. But like I said, leave a rate, leave a comment, and let's get back to the show. No. Okay. Personally, personally, it would be no for me because I would know who Ryan Coogler is. You wouldn't if he has sunglasses and a face mask on. Come on now. And he probably had a hat on too. But he should already have all his information. True. Now, if I True. do not know who Ryan Coogler is, and he comes in with a face mask, sunglasses, and a baseball cap on, and I can't see his face, and he's talking about be discreet and go somewhere else. Yes, I will have some eyebrows raised. I would. Mm. I would. Um, okay. Okay. However, once again, they should already have the information to look up his account. So if they look at the account and see that the money is there, then what's the issue? Hmm. So here we go, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that unfortunately led to the teller to think that an attempted robbery was taking place after she went to make the transaction on her computer, which triggered an alarm. Now, once again, this is where she would have had, she had the information. So Brian Coogler, that name, I feel like everybody should know them, her, know him, especially if you're black. Like, if you're black and you don't know Ryan Coogler, mm, you might be related to Candace Owens. So, then the teller, who described as a black woman, then alerted her boss, and they called the authorities. There were two people outside who had been waiting for Ryan that were detained during the incident, and once police made their way inside, they... Listen. Listen. This wouldn't have happened. Let's keep it 100, right? Let's keep it all the way 100. This wouldn't have happened if this wouldn't have happened to a white person. I don't care what anybody says. This wouldn't have happened to a white person. But let me finish the story. Eventually, um, so he was detained. So they put him in cuffs. He was detained. Eventually, police realized the whole incident was a mistake. However, the report says that Ryan asked for badge numbers of the responding officers after being released. He went in for a withdrawal. He about to have a deposit. Hello? <laughs> I know because, that's Because right. I, I would sue. I would sue, 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 sue. I'm going to own that Bank of America. That Bank of America is I going to be mine. the pants off of Bank of America. I promise you. Like, are I, you serious? What, are black people not allowed to take out more than $50 at the, <laughs> at, at the bank? Like, what, what are we really doing here? I think it's just protocols and whatnot. I remember 
I remember there was in a suburban area. I will also state that in a suburban area because I grew up in um lump. Well, I'm gonna say close to closer Downers Grove. That's not exactly where I grew up, but that's where people would know Downers Grove. Um, me and my mom were frank frequent this bank a lot. We would go there a lot. People knew us. They knew. They knew. They knew us. There wasn't that many black people up 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 in the suburbs. So the, you you knew who we are. They would. There was this one specific bank teller who would repeatedly give my mother a hard time because her signatures mm-hmm. did not match up. Now, mind you, my mom told her numerous of times, yes, my signature is going to look a little shakier than the one that's on file because I have lupus. I've Mm -hmm. had lupus for years now. So my signature is going to be different. But here is my ID. Here is my social security number. I can tell you how much money is in there. I can do this. I can do that. And they still would not give her access to the account. It happened numerous of times. Mom called corporate. All the stuff. So banking while black mm. is a thing. It's mm. very much a thing. Mm. Especially when you have large amounts of money in, in the bank account. And, it, it, you know, it's unfortunate. Especially since it was a black woman. I mean, yeah, because when I read the story, I just knew it was Karen. Like when I read the story, I said, like, "Hey, Karen, why are you?" Li-? But then when I like really read the story, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! This was Keisha. This was Tasha. Come on, Tasha, we got to do better." I mean, some people, some people. I know a lot of people are just like, how do you not know who Ryan Coogler is? But like, maybe a lot of people, I I don't know. I don't know, man. You're being nicer than me. All I know, you're being way nicer than me. Or That's a very very scary situation. We could have had somebody that was very important to the culture lose their life because he was trying to get some money from the bank. And that's just because you broke and you can't take more than a hundred dollars out at a time, don't mean that's Ooh. everybody's situation, Tasha. Okay, okay, so let's do better. And more news. <laughs> I told you I'm coming with the spice today because I'm irritated today. So I'm I'm telling you, I'm in one of those moves. Like I woke up today and I said, Yep, we're recording. I'm choosing violence. Like that was my, I said that to myself. I said, yep, I'm choosing violence today. I even wrote it on my sticky note. Every day I write an affirmation down. <laughs> I'm choosing violence? Yes, that was my affirmation for the day. It was, I'm choosing violence today. Okay. So I hope y'all ready for this smoke. Speaking of smoke, I got smoke for the whole entire country of Russia. Ooh. If I was um, Raven Simone, I would say the whole continent of Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Check Wait, it out. Russia was a continent. <laughs> no, no, she no. thought that Africa was a country. I forget what it was. I gotta go back and listen to it, but it was something that she said that was really wild. Um, it's it was trending. Um, and now like I look like a jerk because I can't remember exactly what it was, but we got some really 
Oh my gosh. We got some really sad news. And I need all of my cultureholics out there to like really if you if y'all pray, send up some prayers and we need to pray for real. I need the cultureholics, the prayer warriors. Come on, all of y'all. We need to pray for Brittany Griner. Um, for those of you who don't know, oh, Brittany yeah. Griner, she's an amazing basketball player. Um, Brittany Griner is in Russia. Now, to my knowledge, she was playing in Russia, correct? Yeah. Okay. So Brittany Griner is in Russia. Um, and apparently she's been in jail for weeks, in Russian jail for weeks, and we didn't know about it. Um, we just found out about it. What was it last week that we found last out about week. it? Yeah, they just um, and yesterday they went ahead. Russian media um said that she's okay. They released alleged mugshot. Okay. <laughs> they released the alleged mugshot. But for me, and this is this is me being for real. Um, because I know the culture. Have you seen the picture that they shared? No, I have not. Her locks are way too nice for her to have been <laughs> this, and they said this is a new picture. Her locks are way too nice for her to have been there for weeks. And if it's prison, I'm sure that she don't have, you know, she don't got the juices and the berries that you need to upkeep locks. <laughs> you feel me? You need juices. You need berries. You need like locks. Like you can't just, you just can't be walking around any type of way. You feel me? I'm about mm -hmm. to send it to you so you can see it, Portia. Like, oh, you're on your phone, aren't you? Mm -mm. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm about to send it to you because like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no freaking way. Um, but apparently she has some like um vape cartridges or whatnot, and they ended up, I guess that's you know not allowed over there, which is whatever, and they've been detaining her, and they said that she's facing up to 10 years in prison. In Russian, in Russian prison, and y'all's uncle, and we're gonna get to him later because that's who I'm really ready to drag today. Y'all's uncle Joe, like, what is he doing? But there's other people. I was doing some research. There's other Americans over there who are like <laughs> stuck in Russian prison, and they've been asking Joe, "Get me out," and he hasn't done nothing. And I'm sure you know I'm not well versed on international, you know, politics when it comes to things like this. So I'm going to do some more research and bring it back to you all next week. However, however. We got to talk about this, y'all. One, free Britney Griner. Um, free Britney again. Yeah, free Britney again. Free Britney. This is weird. Like, leave this woman alone. And I just see the time and it's like, I feel like it's leverage. You know, I feel like it's leverage. We know these countries do things like this when they want something. Then they'll be like, oh, well, I got this person. What y'all going to do? It's just weird that this is happening in the midst of um, y'all's uncle out here giving them all these sanctions and these companies, these American companies uh, pulling out of doing business with Russia. Um, so I just hope she's okay. And I hope this picture is not old. Like, I hope this, I hope she's okay now because this picture could be old. Anything could happen to her. Yeah. And it, this, it is this just, I'm a little afraid for her just because, and we don't speak any of this, right? We only speak life. We speak that she will come back home. But I just think of situation like Sandra Bland. Right. Because we know that black bodies aren't, um, a, you know, black bodies, there's no value put into black bodies by people outside of us. And then especially overseas, that's like something completely different. So I just, I hope she's okay. And I need, now I have a critique for black people. 
Can I do that? Can I be real? Hey, listen. Listen, y'all in the comments are the neighborhood talk, Hollywood Unlocked, um, um, the shade room, and you're using this opportunity to misgender her, talking about, oh, he should have stayed his A in America. Like, very disrespectful thing. Come on, y'all. Like, talking about her appearance, talking about her sexuality, saying she looks like a man, she'll be able to handle herself. Like, like, what are we doing here? This is a black woman. Like, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? Y'all swear up and down. Y'all for the culture. Y'all care about protecting black women. Yo, when I say protect black women, just like I said the other day, last week, protecting black women isn't just the women that you're effing. Protecting black women isn't just your mother. Protecting black women isn't just your sister. No, it's all black women you should be protecting. Like, y'all are weird and y'all need to get a grip. Y'all need to get a grip because y'all are acting really weird, really strange. It's toxic. Um, and honestly, I hate following. The reason why I follow those now, because remember, I, I just started following those type of pages again. Why? Because I started this podcast and I have to make sure that I'm up because what do we talk about on the podcast? We talk about the culture. The culture. So I have to make sure that I'm sticking to everything and not just you know following because i never want to be just an echo chamber i want to be able to talk about everything i don't want to just be talking about what maybe afropunk is push, pushing out or blavity is pushing out right i want to know everything i want to know what you know lil nas x is doing i want to know what's happening with the wades i want to know what's happened with uh uh little little boop boop right <laughs> Please don't speak that into existence because I could see somebody coming with a little boo boo, and I just <laughs> please don't. Yo, could that not be a rapper's name, Lil Boo? That when someone, I, I, I'm very afraid that that could be somebody's like rap name saying, "I'm Lil Boo Boo stepping on you hoes." <laughs> <laughs> Lil Boo Boo, I love that. But yeah, I try to keep up with the news, so. We want to talk about that. We're going to send some love out to uh, Brittany Griner. But what I want to know is, like, she's, to the best of my knowledge, she's married, correct? She is. And has kids, right? I don't know if they have children, but I know that she's married. But that So, like, was... why haven't we heard from her? Why, like, why are we just now finding out about this if she's been gone weeks? I have no idea. It's all really weird. Yeah. It's really, really weird. Because my my question was, unless she came back earlier, why why isn't her wife with her? Well, I mean, she's playing like overseas. No, but if she's playing overseas, I can see why not. People don't always go with their spouses. That's true. They usually true. play it's seasons. So like once the season's over, they come back home. That's true. That's true. Listen, right now, at this point, if you black, stay your A out of Russia, okay? I'm for real. If you black, stay outside of your Russia, Ukraine, all them places, just be careful, okay, y'all? Be careful because the world is crazy out here. The world is crazy out here. So we're going to talk about one more thing. And then um, also, before we go into that, because the last segment of the day, we're going to talk about Joe Biden, and I'm ready to drag him. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, Bow Wow. Bow Wow had his birthday this uh, week. Uh, on Wednesday, it was Bow Wow's birthday. Bow Wow is 35 years old. That man, oh. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. I mean that in the most loving way. 
Don't disrespect me. So, um, <laughs> wow. Can you believe it? Bow Wow's 35. Listen. Can we put some respect wow. on Bow Wow's name, though? Can we do that? Can we have that conversation? I think we get so caught up in Bow Wow's antics. Kind of like Soldier Boy. Like, we get caught up in their antics that we kind of dismiss the impact that they actually did have on the industry. Bow Wow is 100% a legend. Shout out, no, shout out to him. Matter of fact, shout out to the fact that he didn't show up to his reservation a couple nights ago. Um, I saw he that. La- he was the last reservation of the night and he didn't show up. Wait, I, for you? For, for at, 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 my, at my place of employment, yes. Wait, Bow Wow was in Chicago? I, I believe he was. Listen, listen, it was the last reservation of the night. It said Shad Moss. It was a four oh seven or four one one of those Atlanta area codes. That was Gio. That was Gio. Remember, Gio said that that used to be his um his alias that he used. What if that was Gio? <laughs> I get, with an Atlanta phone number. Oh, okay. No, what Shad Moss? Yeah, he, I mean, he had been he had been to the restaurant before. Um, he, he was very respectful, really nice. Um, you know, took care of the server. Uh, he had he was having lunch. Uh, this was when he was doing the Millennium Tour. Okay. So he had took he had took his grandma out for oh. out for lunch. Got her oh. some pasta. You know, um, the expensive kind, not Olive Garden. I don't want something that I work at Olive Garden or something. But um, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I uh it was really yeah, I was really upset that he didn't come. I was like, mm-hmm. sorry. That would have been nice. That would have yeah, been nice. But yeah, he had his 35th birthday. Let's just let's just stop crapping on people, right? And acting like they never had an impact. Like I said, I know he the silliness and everything, but don't act like y'all wasn't at the screen tour crying and all of that. Don't act like come on, y'all. Don't act like y'all wasn't rocking with Mr. 106 and Park. Don't act like Like Mike wasn't the greatest movie ever. That's not acting. Then when we shift to like the Soldier Boy conversation, like let's not act like Soldier Boy didn't change the game when it comes to YouTube. He was. That's debate. That's not debatable. It's history. You could look it up. He was the first rapper to go viral on YouTube. Period. Big Draco. Big Draco. Period. He invented that. Like he be saying, <laughs> he was the first to do it. Like if you really think about it. You know all of these TikTok dances and everything? That's Bow Wow. Bow Wow oh, is oh, TikTok. Boy. He was the original TikTok. Hello? Like had everybody on the internet had everybody on MySpace hitting the you. Yes, crank that. Like, so like let's 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 not disrespect these guys, these legends, because that's what they are. They are legends. And before we go. You know, I'm not a Nikki fan. I'm not a I'm not a Nikki fan. Ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. You know these barbs is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I know I have some barbs who definitely follow me. And um, it is what it is. But one thing I want to talk about, and it's something that Nikki said, right? And uh, we're gonna listen to it right now. So here's what Nikki had to say um on her upcoming. I want I keep seeing these clips about this um interview that she's doing with Joe Bunnan. When are they mm. gonna drop the full interview? Because I'm waiting for it. Because I feel like that's just going to be a lot of yelling. <laughs> well, 
Well, she showed up late to the interview. They shared a post of that. Like she did show up late and they had a little interaction because remember, they've had their interactions. But I think it's dope that the interview that she's doing is with Joe Budden. So they like each other. They just bump heads. It's very New York. Yes. So check it out. This is what she had to say. And it's in concerns to um, it's in concerns to um, the fact that she nor Lil Kim has been on the cover of American Vogue. The same way I feel I should have already been on the cover of American Vogue, so should Little Kim. If we been, if we been all the way a thousand. Mm -hmm. If we been all the way a thousand. Mm -hmm. If this is what your magazine represents, influence. Then how do you not? How do you not? If we being honest. If, if we being honest, because every single, any female rapper, when we, when myself or Little Kim goes on the internet, every day we see our influence. We will see our influence. So I'm not I'm not gonna say it's about me only, right? And not and not give that woman her just due about what she did. All right, Portia. So we just listened to her words. And one thing that surprised me was that she mentioned Lil' Kim's name. That surprised the heck out of me too. I was like, okay, I guess you know, when we get older, we mature and all of that. It is what it is. But you know, Vogue always talks about their, you know influence and the culture and all of that right but does she have a point do you agree with her should nikki especially when it comes to fashion and influence should nikki and kim have been on the cover of vogue at some point in their career y'all gonna hate me Ooh, um i'm going to say little kim no Nikki what? possibly Nikki wait, wait 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 Lil Kim possibly. is the originator Lil Kim is the I'm I'm Lil Kim is the originator and we're talking about fashion influence but a we're lot of the girls Vogue. we're talking about Vogue it's, it's yes we're talking about yes flashing influence I just you sounding real elitist right now. You, you're. It's it giving, may be. It it's, may it's giving be. really elitist right now. It may be, dog. But I just, I can't. I, I jump. Mm, no, I, I, I don't agree with you. I'm gonna tell you, you're wrong. I'm sorry. And here's why. <laughs> here's why. Nikki has been on every single Vogue cover except, except. American Vogue. So explain that. Racism. Okay, then. Simple. Racism. So how are you saying Come on that now? <laughs> so how are you saying that they're not supposed to be on it because it's Vogue? I'm not saying that they're not that supposed means. to be on it. I'm just saying, can I see Little Kim on the cover of Vogue? No. I personally cannot see Little Kim on the cover of Vogue. You're talking about right now in 2022. We're talking about when she was running stuff. When she was running it. That's what we're talking about. Obviously not now because Lil' Kim ain't ain't doing it like that, like she was used, like she used to. So really? she said never. Never means never. I can't believe this right now. I am I just feel <sighs> like even though. Little Kim was Little Kim, and she did what she did, and she pushed 
fashion boundaries. I think in the sense of fashion where we are now, obviously, you know, they have made a lot of more headway in space for black designers and and black luxury and you know just for black people in general to be accepted into where we are now if we're going back all the way to 98 97 no she was she was she was yes yeah, she was innovative with her clothing but did that make her fashionable no it still made her urban because she was a black woman so maybe it just goes off of just plain racism i i don't know but i don't see it I don't see it. I know. He hate me right now, y'all. Michael mm. hates me. <laughs> y'all, what I need y'all to do, I need all the uh, culturaholics to go ahead and uh, just go drag Portia in her comments. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dang. Not drag yeah, me. This is the last episode that she's going to be on. Um, <laughs> it's been real, y'all. It's, it's been, been real. real. No, 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 no. We respect all opinions on this uh, show, even when they're wrong. Um, <laughs> I can't believe it. Like if you look at some of the people, like even the Kim Kardashians of the world, right? Kim Kardashian pulled on a lot of the stuff from that that um little Kim was doing because of Kanye, not huh? because she did it on herself. Because of Kanye, yeah. But what I'm saying, even before that, this body positivity and all of this, Kim was doing this before anybody. She was doing this before anybody. Selling sex with fashion, merging the two. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you, but that's okay. I don't agree with you, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, we're gonna take another break. I think that's the perfect place to take a break because right now I'm she got me stressed. Okay. She got me stressed. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a pause for the calls. And then when we come back, we are dragging y'all's president. You are listening to Conversations for the Culture. I'm your host, Micah, and we will be back after this. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We have gone to our uh, perspective corners. Okay. I went ahead and I, I had to. I had to eat a piece of this brownie so I could uh <laughs> so I could calm down. You have my anxiety through the roof. You almost had me over here have a panic attack. Oh, it's our panic attack. Oh, Clitus. Clitus. I know she does not. There. Let me calm down. Okay. I just let me calm I down. love y'all. I just want y'all to know that I love y'all. I love everyone. Lil Kim mm -hmm. too. Please don't You're hate me. Elitist. You're one of the don't, don't send don't send nobody after me, dog. You're one of them bougie Please. elitist blacks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me find out. You're one of the elitist bougie blacks. <laughs> the hood. <laughs> I'd never. Let me find out. You're Whitley Gilbert. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, shout out to Whitley though. Let me find out. You're Ray Jane from Living Single. Listen. Let me find out you're Dion for Clueless. Hmm. Let me find out that you're Lisa Turtle from Saved by the Bell. Listen, listen. Those are my heroes, okay? Let, Let me, me find out your black bouginess. Let me find out yeah. you're Hillary from Fresh Prince. The original. Let me find out. <laughs> oh, I'm having fun with this. Let me find out that you're Gabrielle Union in every role that she plays. Okay, I'll take that one. Wait, not the 
was from Eva. Hold on now. Okay. But for real, let's 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 reel it in. Let me find out that you're Kamala Harris. Woo! Where is Kamala? Necessary. Have you seen her? You know, she she became vice she became vice president, and I, you know, she said, "I'll, I'll see y'all when I see y'all." Because I know we're not okay. supposed to see the vice president like that, but we saw Mike Pence a lot. We saw Mike Pence a lot, but that was because Trump was too busy golfing. <laughs> that, that's really why he was on. He was on his resort. He was golfing, and when he wasn't golfing, he was eating Big Macs and Diet Cokes. Ugh, so, gosh. oh my gosh! All right, let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about. It. Let's get into the conversation. Let's talk about Sleepy. J let's talk about Sleepy Joe. Let's talk about him, Sleepy oh, Joe. Joe. All right, listen, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Yo, take me out to dinner. <laughs> Can we talk about Joe Biden, Portia? Yeah, because he ain't taking nobody. He ain't taking nobody out to dinner. So the State of the Union address was last week. Okay. And there's a couple of things that Joe Biden said that like really bothered me. And since then, he said some more stuff that's really bothered me. So one, Joe Biden had a lot of smoke for people with the PPP, the PPP scammers, right? Mm -hmm. Which is whatever. It's whatever. Now, most people who went ahead and scammed were probably from areas that there was a lot of poverty. Would you agree? Yes. And also, no, because don't don't put it past these uh, soccer moms. Hold on. We're not. That's not what we're talking about, though. That's not what we're talking about. I get that, though. Don't put it past them. But at least people who I know who were scamming PPPs, they're from those areas. Yeah. At least the people who I personally know who's like, hey, bro, you want me to, you want me to help you get a 5K? You want me to help get you to K? You, want me? you know, it was people who I know, you know, from 87 and 71st and 79th, right? <laughs> those are the people. But I do agree. But you just highlighted my main point. Because what about these people who've been these white collar business men and women who are our neighbors, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> our Caucasian neighbors. They've been scamming people for years and years and years, stealing money, white collar crimes, and there's not that same amount of smoke. Like he's literally bringing the cat, he's literally bringing a task force <laughs> against this. To go find those PPP scammers. Just like he went ahead and he went out of his way to really crack down on Cash App and Zelle and PayPal. Once again, who are the most people who's conducting business like this? Black people. Black and brown people. But this is y'all's uncle. This is y'all's uncle. Y'all had him coming to the barbecue, coming to the coming to the cookout. Oh, what else? Were, what else were we supposed to do? I get that it was the lesser of two evils, but what you were supposed to do was make sure that you got his old, you got him out of here prior <laughs> to when there were the primaries. There were a lot better candidates than Joe Biden. Oh, I I one hundred percent agree with that. But folks was like, oh, let's because Joe Biden was with Obama. He's Obama's guy, so that's our oh. uncle. What? Listen. Listen, if I had it my way, 
Miss Warren would have been up in there. But if I had it my way, it would have been Miss Warren. It would have been Pete, Mayor Pete. It would have been almost anybody but Joe and Kamala. <laughs> and that's just me being serious. It would have been anybody but Joe and Kamala because I don't care for Kamala either because I feel like she's very performative. I feel like she wears her blackness as a costume because as soon as she got nominated, she was, you know, dancing and she was talking about how she listens to Tupac. And it was like, wait, what? We never heard this before. Like you're going out of your way to play the part, sister girl. Um, So that was one thing that he's doing, right? So he's, he's cracking down on the PPP stuff. Um, Joe, what is he doing? What is he doing, Joe? Then during the State of the Union, he said something that really irritated me. You know it irritated me. <laughs> you know it irritated me. He said, we don't need to defund the police. We need to fundamentally fund the police. Skirt! What? So you want to give the police more money? I feel like that was a line that was drawn in the sand. I feel like it was like, yeah, y'all niggas voted for me, but now I'm going to really do what I want to do. Because if we're being honest, Joe is very moderate. He's a very moderate um, Democrat, right? Yeah. He's a right-leaning Democrat. If we're being honest about it, if you guys know anything about politics, y'all's fave was a moderate Democrat. Barack Obama was a moderate Democrat in most in most senses, right? I think a lot of people forget about that because they're like, oh, well, he um, went ahead and he went ahead and, you know, pushed out all these LGBTQ rights. But if you strip away the LGBTQ rights that he pushed, he's a moderate Democrat. So Joe is showing us who he was. Joe's always been this guy. That's why when everybody's like, yeah, he's our uncle, he's for the culture, he's for the people, because he was talking to Charlemagne and Angela Yee. That don't mean nothing to me. That don't mean nothing to me because he's also supported the crime bill. He also, you know, has said really highly problematic racist things in the past. So it was a matter of Joe Biden versus Trump was a matter of covert racism versus overt racism. One is telling you, I don't like you. <laughs> the other one is kissing black babies, right? <laughs> And pretending that he likes you when he really doesn't. What do you feel about that statement, though? We don't need to defund the police. We need to fund the police. I don't like it. Okay. Obviously, you know, it's just... It's one of those things where you... Where us as Black people, we already knew. We already mm -hmm. knew. You know, everybody was just like, oh, well, we're going to we're going to figure out a way to make this work so everyone can be comfortable. And and we we're all just like, OK, well, start taking some of the money from the police mm -hmm. and putting it into areas mm -hmm. where it matters. And they were like, OK, OK. And now that everything has, quote unquote, died down. They could be like, yeah. So anyway, like we were yeah. saying, um, even though we still out here getting killed and shot by police yeah. and over policed. That's why I said, quote unquote, died. Dead. Right. 
And it's just like, I, I don't know what, I don't know what else to say or do or think. Like at this point, I'm like, okay, as, as black people, because mm-hmm. we don't have a choice. We always have to pivot. Okay. You don't want to defund the police. Okay. So how about the take that money and make the trainings longer, make mm-hmm. the protocols more extensive, do something. Mm-hmm. You have to be on the force for a certain amount of time to respond to certain calls, or you have to, I I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know if it would help. I don't know if any of those things would help. So some people are saying that that's what that means when he said they need more funding, right? So they can get more training and all of this. But now my thing is where's the checks and balances because who's coming, who's coming in and saying, okay, this is this department, right? Let's say the CPD, Chicago Police Department. They need more sensitivity training. They need more weapons training. They need more um, mental health um, resources. All of these things. Like, who comes in and says where the money goes uh, goes goes out? Or are we just doing this blanket? You get money. You get money. You get money. You get money. And then you're just giving more money for them to continue to do the same things. That exactly because. We say that and we're just like, okay, well, if you're going to give them more money for extensive training, then fine. But at least, at least here in Chicago, Uh CPD gets what close to a hundred million. How much more money do you need? Do you need? And then it's like (laughs) the real conversation is who should get the funding. It should be. Because if we talk about these things, right, we talk about the crime in our areas and everything, all of that goes to other fundamental problems, root problems that aren't being addressed. So housing, lack of adequate housing, that's a real issue. Lack of adequate employment, food deserts, redlining, lack of proper education, education that mirrors the education that our white counterparts get in their in their areas and in their neighborhoods. Like these are the thing, types of things that money should be pumped into. Money should be pumped into the education system instead of taking four, four schools, closing them down and putting all those kids into one school where they're underserved, right? Because then what happens is those kids end up not getting the education. Then there's no trap for them after high school. So then guess what? It's get it how you get it. So like all of these things are issues, right? Let's talk about the lack of healthcare in our communities. Let's talk about the lack of mental health care and mental health resources in our community. Because if we really want to talk about it, a lot of these kids um, deal with PTSD. PTSD is not just for people who've been to war. PTSD is not just for cops in the line of duty. Anyone who's tra- who's um, experienced any type of traumatic you know, traumatic experience in their lives. So a lot of these kids have seen their friends die, maybe seen family members be murdered. When I say die, be be murdered. They may be in homes where there's a lot of brokenness, where there's a lot of drug use, where there's abuse, all of these things, right? And then they have to go and they have to navigate the world while they're still undeveloped. So they have PTSD issues. Then they go to their schools and then they're acting out. And most teachers and most educators don't look at, okay, why are they acting out? What's the root? So they look at the 
the fruit of it, right? They're like, oh, they're acting out. They cussed me out. So then they send them to the office. Then the office don't know how to deal with them. So then they suspend them. And then for a lot of kids, school is their escape. Would you agree with that? Yeah. School for a lot of people is their escape. It's the only place that they can go where they can get food, where they're actually eating, where they can go and break away from the abuse. So now you're suspending them and kicking them out, suspending or expelling them. And now they got to go back to that toxic environment that they, you know, want to escape from. So it's like so much that we have to talk about. And to me, to me, the correct answer isn't let's just give the cops more money. I don't feel they need more money. I feel they got enough money. They have more than enough money. I feel like we shouldn't be giving cops any more money when we have underpaid teachers. Mm. And we have teachers not even so much being underpaid, but they're just like, I can't do my job properly. I can't teach these children because we don't have books because mm-hmm. we don't have supplies because we don't have heat. Mm. Like wait, Talk about it. what? Mm. And then, like you said, these kids, they get kicked out of school because they are bad kids. And then they end up on the street. Quote unquote bad. Quote. That's why I said quote unquote. Well, you didn't see me quote unquote bad kids and they end up on the street what do you think happens to somebody when you constantly are being told that Mm. you are bad Mm. that you are no good that nothing is going to happen to you Mm. nothing good is going to happen to you you're going to be dead before you're 20 Mm. you talking heavy right now what what do you think what do you think exactly is going to happen to these kids of course they have no respect of course they're out in the street of course they're shooting people of course they have no regards for life of course they're stealing of course they're breaking into places of course they're looting <laughs> what what else what else do they know mm. what else did you tell them what else did you teach them they're not learning it from home. Hmm. I tell you, let's let's keep going, right? Because I, I I'm I'm really over Joe, and I don't care for Joe. Um, I don't care for Joe at all. Never did. I knew this was going to happen. Did I vote for Trump? No. All right, here we go. Here we go, mm-hmm. y'all. But did I vote for Joe? No. I left that blank. I voted for everything else that day, but I left that blank. You didn't vote. I did vote. Well, you did vote, but you didn't. I, I just didn't vote for Joe or Trump. Vote. Right. That's what's wrong with people think that you have to do one. Like I vote regardless. I vote for, I pay attention to everything. So I pay attention to the judges. I pay attention to the Congress people. I pay attention to even down to the superintendents for the school districts, all of that stuff, because that's where the real and effective change is actually happening. But no, I don't rock with Joe Biden because Joe Biden's a racist. Boom. That's the soundbite I'm about to use um, <laughs> for this week. Joe Biden's a racist. And I'll say it one th- th- a third time. Joe Biden is a racist. And people are like, oh, no, he's not because he was Obama's, um, 
vice president. That don't mean anything. Not I got a black friend. Right, exactly. Y'all invite, <laughs> yeah. Not, that's literally, I've got a black friend. Or, ooh, they're not going to like this. I have a black child. Mm. Come on, Kardashian family. Anyway. um, I got another bone to pick with him, though. This energy that he has getting people to go back to their getting people to go back to their offices. Have you seen that? Yeah. He yeah, this is another campaign of let's end rem remote work. Why? Why? Why you got this much energy and smoke? Like I feel like Joe Biden is worried about the wrong stuff. What about these student loans that you were going to forgive that you said that you were going to forgive and that you've walked back on? What about that? Because I know I promise you I ain't paying none of them. What about that? What about the focus and that you were going to put in building building up black and brown underserved communities? What about that? But you out here worrying about stuff that I feel like you shouldn't be worried about. Okay, if they if a company wants to continue to remote work and if it makes sense for them, let them remote work. Let them stay in this on their Zoom calls. Let them stay in the metaverse because some people have shifted to the metaverse. Like, why? What, bro, bruh, unk, because y'all want to call him uncle so much. What you doing, man? Wake up. I know you sleepy. Not sleepy. I know you've been around a while, but like, what's 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 up, man? I feel like I don't I, I don't understand like what Joe Biden's doing. And that's why, um, if we're being honest. His polls, his numbers are down and his numbers aren't just down amongst Republicans, right? His numbers are down amongst everyone. His approval rate right now is 41% and his disapproval rate is 58%. And it's just hey. at the midterm, like just at the midterm. That's not good. You barely been in office for a year. Exactly. So what's going to happen is these midterm elections coming up in November, if he doesn't shift something, if he doesn't change something really quick, like really, really quick, the Democrats is about to lose a lot. They about to lose a lot. Which is scary because yep. Trump, Trump yep. already said. He's coming back. He's coming back. Return of the Jedi. He said, "Y'all think he said y'all think y'all got rid of me, but think again." He said, "Even though you are not ready for the day, <laughs> it cannot always be night." I cannot, please, no. So, like, one thing that we do as black people, though, and I understand this year it was a little bit, it was a little bit different. It was not a little bit different. It was a lot different because it was Trump, but like. This notion that the Democrats love us more than anybody else, <laughs> it's not necessarily true. Mm -mm. It's of not necessarily not. true. Don't nobody love black people. Hello? Not, not Republicans, not Democrats, not independents. Hello? Not the Green Party. No one. Not the new republic, whatever, whatever those Republicans. Listen, not some the of Green those Party, not the Block Party, not the none Body Party. <laughs> none of that. None of them. None of them care about Black people. Let's just get that squared away. Mm. So what do we do as Black voters? 
what is what what do we do to make sure that we're not running into this type of stuff all the time? Because we go out here and we say vote, 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 which is important. Voting is important. But like, how do we really change our own communities? Because Washington, D.C. is not fixing it. I think it's a very big combination of what you said earlier about we have to pay attention to the judges, to mm -hmm. the superintendents, to our congressmen, to our aldermen, to our mm -hmm. senators. We have to pay attention to those people, to our judges. We have to pay attention to all those people because, like you said, those are the real, those are the real playmakers. Those mm -hmm. are the heavy hitters. As far as presidential. It's hard, man. It's mm -hmm. hard. And I've said this since I was like 20-something years old. I said, and then people are like, oh, well, you know, you just have to find the right politician. There is no such thing as the right politician. Mm. There's no, there no such thing. They are not going to do what you want them to do. They are not going to, there's always an agenda. Mm -hmm. There is always going to be someone that they have to pay back. There is mm -hmm. always going to be a kick up. There is going to be always a kickback or something. And even if, mm. even if you have someone that does care, mm-hmm, they either one get tainted mm -hmm. so they don't care anymore. They they then try so hard that it's just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just gonna play by the rule. I'm just gonna play how they play. Or something happens where they just they're not in politics anymore. Mm -hmm. They disappear. Mm -hmm. Or They just, they do not get elected. Facts. There's some scan. Yeah. I think, I love what you said there. And I think in addition to us going ahead and supporting those community, I mean, supporting like the the local elections and all of that. Woo, Jesus. This uh, yawn just came up on me. <laughs> but uh, supporting all of that, uh, you know, the local elections, I think that's when it comes to our personal responsibility to make sure that we're involved in our communities, you know, knowing who the players are, the activists, the community organizers, um, know who those players are in our cities. Um, I think it's important to go ahead and make sure that we are educating ourselves on black wealth, right? How to create black wealth, because most of us, for most of us, where we want to be, we will we will achieve certain things. I believe it. For you and me both, we'll achieve like some money goals. But it's going to be the work that we're doing now, the education that we're doing now, the wealth building that we're going to be doing now, that's not going to affect us. We're not going to see the full um, manifestation of it. That's going to be affected by the generations coming after us, right? So our kids, their kids, like that's what wealth building, like we have to start creating, finding ways to create old money. It's just like a lot of our white counterparts have, 
they have that old money. We have to start doing that for ourselves is creating that old money. So we got to support black businesses. We have to look at investing. We have to stop saying stuff like, oh, that's white people's stuff. Crypto's white people's stuff. Listen. <laughs> this is white people. No, and, and that's why white people are doing what they need to do. Like we have to really stop, get outside of the box. Even with teaching our kids, we have to get a point where we don't shy away from like we don't, if they want to be entrepreneurs, like we we do everything in our power to teach them, right? Get them in the right rooms. Gone are the days that you have to force somebody to go to a four-year education, a four-year college. Gone are those days. Like we got to stop that. We got to stop that. Shout out to college though, but yeah. I'm not coming against college, but it's not the, the only way. That is not the only way. And I know don't, plenty of people who went, got a degree, got multiple multiple degrees, and they're out here struggling. Then there's people who have no college education, and they went and they got a trade. They, you know, took different courses. They're on, in the entrepreneur field, and they're making a lot of money in their big old house. While mm-hmm. the person over here went to college, got a master's, and they're just like, okay, I'm still paying off these bills. Yep. <laughs> so... You know, it, it's that, but listen, y'all, I hope y'all done, um, I hope Joe Biden's still not coming to y'all's cookout, because <laughs> he was never coming to my cookout, but... I all, sent him a to-go plate. He don't even get that. He don't even get a to-go plate. Maybe Kamala gets one, but she probably don't get one neither. She might end up trying to have one of my cousins or something arrested. Um... <laughs> But anyways, y'all, I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. I gotta um, I gotta get some stuff ready. I got a photo shoot coming up today, so yeah. I gotta get ready for that. Yeah, you know, do some brand shoot. I haven't done a brand shoot in a while, and I'm sick of using the same pictures over and over again. So I don't want to be like them people who be catfishing, and then when you meet them in real life, it'd be like, you don't look like that. This picture was five years ago. <laughs> One day I want to tell y'all a story that happened to me. That happened to me um last year, and I was I was so hot. Um, <laughs> so you wait, hot. you got catfished? Yeah, um, I mean it was them, but it was them from like, like not in the past two three years. I don't believe. Listen, I have <laughs> on some of my dating profiles. I do have pretty old pictures, but the thing about me is I've looked the same for right. literal years. So that's why I haven't changed. Yeah, this was a definitely, yeah, this was dead. Um, <laughs> Portia, 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 tell the people real quick where they can, uh, where they can find you. Tell the people where they can find yes, you. Yes, 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 yes. So you guys can follow me on Instagram, Porsche Baby 90. That is P O R S H. B-B-Y-9-0. Also, once again, I told you the Puerto Rico vlog, the first part of it is up. It is live. Go check it out. It's actually doing really well. I'm really happy about that. Love to see it. So we love to see it. We love to see it. So YouTube.com backslash just Porsche or Portia Harris. One of those. One of those. It'll pop up. It'll pop up. It will pop up. So, yeah, 
It's always a pleasure, Micah. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Make sure that you go follow. It's Portia, baby. <laughs> oh, no, he did not. Shout out to Carrie Hilson. Where is she? So um, one more thing, y'all. If you want to go ahead and you want to join the community, you want to join the community, uh, you want to be a cultureaholic, go ahead and text me the word convos, okay? Text me the word convos to 773-923-3774. That's 773-923-3774. And check this out. If you text me convos, we'll make sure that you get a part of the community. We're going to add you to the community and everything, get you in the Discord if you want to be a part of that. But also, I want to hear your thoughts. We're going to start doing something where we do like a mailbag. So uh, I want to hear your thoughts on the episode. If you had anything, like if any of y'all are just like, yo, I'm not rocking with Portia. She's tripping because everything that she said about Lil' Kim not being a fashion icon, you know? Um, so if you want to go ahead and drag her, I will read it on the air. Ooh, <laughs> um, now you're trying to get me dragged out here. Now, if you want to drag me, if you want to... <laughs> If you want to drag me, you could do that as well. No, but for real, I want to hear your thoughts on each episode. So let me know what you all think. Um, that's all I got for today. I love y'all. I thank you all for listening. Oh, yeah, one thing. One more thing. I want to ask you to do this. If you're listening to this right now, can you go ahead and rate the podcast? I need as many of you to please, please, please rate the podcast. It's going to take you like two minutes, okay? Rate the podcast. Leave a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast because I need to know um what's the word yeah i need to know how we're doing i need to know we're bringing the right sauce to y'all so make sure you do that leave a review all right that's all i got i'm giving y'all a lot okay i'm giving y'all a lot for today that's all i got my cup is empty my storage is empty <laughs> he's been on a roll you've been singing all the songs today all of the songs we say some gospel we say some hip-hop we say some a little bit of everything so although we've come to the end of the road i will see it's you next week bye bye